92.7 FM, the home of great music in the Bay and Basin. Do you love movie and TV series? Here is the radio show for you. Get ready for a new edition of Pick the Flick. Only on Bay and Basin, 92.7 FM. The most on the coast. Welcome to another edition of Pick the Flick at Bay and Basin 92.7 FM. This is Raul and I'll be your DJ for the next hour. I have a special show pl- prepared for you today. and picked up um, a big, big name in the director field. And you will recognize the name and I'm sure you have seen or I'm sure you probably have seen some of the work that this director has produced in, uh, in his uh, time and in his career and he's still producing today so um, besides that we have the pick the flick game and I have five yes five old TV shows um, for you to recognize if you see how you do with that but um, uh, before we launch into the show let's have a proper acknowledgement of country Bay and Basin Community Radio is located on the lands of the Wandjawandian people speakers of the Darawal and Durga languages we acknowledge the Wandjawandian people, traditional custodians of the area, and recognise a continuing connection to the land, sea, culture and community and pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. OK, now we're ready to start the show. So um, the show today is dedicated to George Lucas and George Lucas has um, a huge legacy of very, very uh, talented, mostly like science fiction and very uh, cutting-edge technology uh, type of work that he's brought to the big screen for us. And uh, Star Wars, you know, the whole Star Wars um, odyssey, it's uh, a tribute to George Lucas. But I'll tell you more about the other things that he's done. And But b- before we launch into George Lucas in his, his career, his life, and I have um, six tracks to play for you from six of his films. Um, I want to maybe take a little time and and do the pick the flick game. So we have five old TV shows. I have their uh, intros uh, here, and I play ten seconds from each of those. And wherever you are, if you can recognize and uh, the, the, the the music and you remember the names of those shows, you can either write it down on a piece of paper, wherever you are. And and then at the end of the show, I'll play the ten seconds from each of the shows twice during the show, at the beginning and in the middle of the show. And at the end of the show, I'll play them in full, and I will announce the names of the shows but if you remember the name you can write it down and then you can see how good your memory was um, or you can call me at the studio triple four three nine six double four and you can tell me the names and if you're right i will announce it uh, or you can also text us on our text line oh four oh three five seven two three double four um so if you text me make sure you put the number of the 
the song I played and uh, of the, sh- the show, the, your name and the name of the show. And then if you are correct, I'll announce it too. So let's start with that today in 10 seconds from each of these shows. There we go. Number one. Number two. Number three. If you think we're on the run, we are the boys who Number four. Number five. And number six. There you go. How did you do? I um, hope you recognize them all. Um, if you do, make sure you write them in a piece of paper, number and the name of the show, and you can see how good your memory is later on the show. Or you can call me here at the studio and let me know. Triple four three nine six double four is the Bay and Basin ninety two point seven FM studio, and um, or you can text me on our text line is o four o three five seven two three double four. Okay, so let's uh, start the show today. George Lucas, as I said, American filmmaker, creator of Star Wars, uh, executive produced um, the first six films for Star Wars. And then he handed over to other people to continue um, to play around with that genre, where he enjoyed his life and early early retirement. Um, He's a very close friend of other big names in the film industry, like Steven Spielberg and Francis Ford Coppola. And uh, George Walton Lucas is his full name, Junior, because his father has exactly the same name. Uh, He was born in Modesto, California, uh, from George Walton Lucas Sr. and Dorothy Bomberger and Lucas. Uh, He was born on the 14th of May, 1944. So this coming Sunday, he'll celebrate his 79 years uh, of age so happy birthday for that George Lucas so Lucas father owned a stationery store and had wanted George to work for him when he was 18 but George decided to go to art school and uh, declared that upon leaving home he would be a millionaire by the age of 30. That's what he told his father. Um, So he went straight into Modesto Junior College and studied anthropology, sociology and literature amongst other subjects and began uh, shooting while he was at at college, shooting on an 8mm camera and he was uh, especially interested on filming car races. So, you know, in in the middle of his time at uh, the Modesto College, uh, he discovered filming and his interest for filming. So he transferred to the University of Southern California, where he joined the School of Cinematics Art, Cinematic Arts. 
And USC was one of the earliest universities in the USA that have a, a school devoted to motion picture film. So during this time, the time that he was at uh, University of uh, Southern California, he became a really good friends with uh, Steven Spielberg. And Steven Spielberg was also at uni. And they worked together on Indiana Jones. And it was a project that actually was directed by Steven Spielberg. But Lucas worked with him in that big project. So Lucas co-founded an organization, a company called American Zoetrope with Francis Ford Coppola. So you have this, his big names, um, good friends of George Lucas. Um, he met Coppola um, during an internship that uh, George Lucas had at Warner Brothers. So then with this company, American Zoetrope, they hope to create a liberating environment for filmmakers to direct outside the perceived oppressive control of Hollywood and the Hollywood studio system. That was their, their idea. So his uh, first directorial de debut was in 1971 with a social film, a social science fiction film, that um, he co-wrote, and the title for the film was THX 1138, and it was actually produced by Francis Ford Coppola. The film is set in a dystopian future in which a population is controlled through android police, and and they um, have mandatory drugs of um, use of drugs on the population to suppress emotions and like. Um, sexual um, sexual acts are forbidden and many things like that of a very strange uh, uh, future that is portrayed in this film THX 1138 was developed from Lucas 1967 student film it was called Electronic Labyrinth so um, so he took that old project when he was at school and then turned it into this film and he tried to make it while he was at school, but he did not get um, enough money to to do it. So, um, THX 1138 was a commercial flop. It really didn't make money on the theaters. However, it's now considered a, very much of a cult film, and it has a really big following. Um, the soundtrack for the film, THX 1138, was created by Lalo Schifrin. Lalo Schifrin is an Argentine-American pianist, composer, arranger, and conductor. And the first track I have for you today is titled St. Matthew's Passion, and it's from the soundtrack of THX 1138, created by Lalo Schifrin. And this track is played during the end credits of the film. Let's see how you, what you think about it.
to Community Radio 93.7 FM. Thanks, Flynn and Maya. Beautiful. Yes, and you're listening to Bay and Basin 92.7 FM. This is Raul. And this is Pick the Flick. I started today, so the first track that I played for you is from the film THX 1138 by George Lucas, directed by and written by George Lucas. Uh, the uh, track I played for the main theme, and uh, the title is Saint Matthew Passion. And it's, and the soundtrack for the film was created, composed by uh, Lalo Schifrin. So, um, so then the this, the next film project that George Lucas embraced was uh, with Coppola's backing, Francis Ford Coppola's backing, and and he made the film titled American Graffiti in 1973. And American Graffiti is a coming of age comedy drama that was directed by Lucas produced by Coppola and is set in Modesto, California the town where um, George Lucas is from and it's set in the 1962 uh, year so Coppola was born in 1944 uh, the film is a study of the cruising and early rock and roll cultures um, popular amongst Lucas age uh, around that time so, so in 1962 he was 18, so it was the right time for him to be, you know, doing all this. So, through a series of vignettes, he tells the story of a group of teenagers and their adventures over um, the course of a night. So, the choice of music was crucial to the mood of the scene. So, Lucas had to be very realistic about the complexities of copyright clearances. Though, so he didn't have the money to pay for all the copyrights, and he suggested a number of alternatives to be considered for the music for the film. Um, the studios then, then decided to come up with some type of budget for this, and remember, this was um, supported and paid, basically produced by Coppola. So he got ninety thousand dollars that was uh, spent on music licensing rights, and uh, so. Basically, all the money he had in 1973, $90,000 was a lot of money, and was spent on music pretty much. So there was not a, a lot of more money, more money for um, a film score to get someone to, you know, arrange the music properly, match the scenes to the music. So Lucas explained, I had, I used the absence of music and sound effects to create the drama basically because he had no more money to pay for any of that. So the second track I have for you today is from, um, it's titled Surfing Safari, and, and it's performed by the Beach Boys, so it's a very beachy uh, song, uh, and it's used as a, in the soundtrack of the film American Graffiti by George Lucas. Let's play that one. Let's go surfing now, everybody's learning now, come on a safari with me. Safari with me. Come on, safari. Huntington and Malibu, 
FM, the home of great music in the Bayam Basin. I just played a track for you uh, from American Graffiti, uh, titled Surfing Safari by the Beach Boys. Uh, American Graffiti was a very successful film for George Lucas. So he actually ride that wave, that big success, and use it in order to launch into the project that he wanted to go to do for a long time, Star Wars. So Star Wars... Um, the, the title for the first film um, originally was Star Wars, but then it was titled properly um, in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. That is a full title. And it was released in 1977. It's an epic space opera and written and directed by George Lucas. And it produced by Lucasfilm. And Lucasfilm is his own production company. So basically he did everything for for the first film. And and uh, it's the first installation of the saga, of the Star Wars saga, uh, that has, you know, um, several series, uh, fourth chronological chapters, and, and then it has spurred all these new shows, um, science fiction shows that uh, have popped up animated and non-animated ones, and every year we seem to have another one. So it's a, a source of... Uh, um, maybe a lot of pride for George Lucas, so he he wrote um, the, the stories for Star Wars, and so this is set a long, long time ago, as you can hear at the beginning of the film, and a fictional universe where the galaxy is ruled by um, a dictator, a, a tyrant dictator, as the Galactic Empire is the name of the. the the empire and the story focuses on a group of freedom fighters known as the rebel alliance and uh, this group is uh, aims is to destroy the empire's newest weapon the death star so luke skywalker is the name of the main character and he becomes caught in the conflict and and he learns the ways to a metaphysical power known as the force uh, from the jedi master obi-wan kenobi if you've seen the film, and you probably have, or you know of it, all that I'm telling you, you know. You know. So, um, although it suffered significant setbacks um, and it failed to achieve what Lucas wanted on the first film, the film was an immense success for Lucas and his company, um, Lucasfilm. And Star Wars remains one of the most financially successful films of all time. Just to give you an idea, it won six Oscars, art direction, costume design, film editing, original score, um, sound and best visual effects, and special achievement for sound effects editing. So, wow. Um, On the recommendation of Spielberg, uh, Lucas, when he had to decide who he was going to hire for the soundtrack, he hired John Williams. So John Williams had worked with Spielberg on the film Jaws, 
So Lucas originally hired Williams only to consult on music editing choices and then maybe to compose some source music for the film. But Lucas, Lucas believed that the film would portray visual, visually foreign words, uh, worlds and he needed to have the music to match that. And so Williams convinced Lucas that he needed to have an original score that was, you know, really unique and specially created for the films to match the texture of those new worlds that he was going to show in the film and then use that original score with small modifications all through the film to do the whole sound, sound score. And so, so Williams won and, uh, and that's what they did and they, they select, they created the, the track called the main title theme and Williams conducted the London, London Symphony Orchestra to record, um, the track and in 12 days he recorded the whole soundtrack. So I'm gonna be play for you here as my third track on today's show, the main title theme for the film Star Wars by George Lucas well the track is by John Williams
92.7 FM. The home of great music in the Bain Basin. And we are back now, and the last track I play for you is the main theme track for Star Wars A New Hope, the original Star Star Wars film, 1977, by George Lucas, and the... Um, the score was actually composed by John Williams for George Lucas for the film. Wow. So we are in the middle of the show now, so it's time to play What's On at Huskison Pictures. What's On at Huskison Pictures? Games are about to start. This charm. Oh, 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 beautiful. Man. I like Gronkowski. We know, Chris. We've all read your Gronk erotica. It's not erotica. It's fan fiction. Very sexy fan fiction. 80 for Brady. Rated M. A group of friends made it their lifelong mission to go to the Super Bowl and meet NFL superstar Tom Brady. Starring Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno and Sally Field. I can't believe we're actually here. Taking this one. He's cute. This isn't just a hospital. That's wonderful, Mary. Think sunshine. It's the best, and the best is the people. Alleluia. Rated M. The story of a geriatric ward in a small Yorkshire hospital threatened with closure. Starring Jesse Ackley, Lewis Ashburn Serkey, Lorraine Ashburn, and Jessica Bagler. Shit. No wonder the government are going to close you down. Five are a strip. Hey, Square. I am not a square. I think we should invite Greg this weekend. What's this weekend? Jesus Revolution rated M. The true story of a national spiritual awakening in the early 1970s and its origins within a community of teenage hippies in Southern California. Starring Joel Courtney, Jonathan Rumi, Anna Grace Barlow, Kimberly Williams Paisley and Kelsey Grammer. When God walks in here brings me a hippie, I'll ask him what it's all about. Because I do not understand. His house has a very good vibe. The Super Mario Brothers movie, rated PG. Italian-American brothers Mario and Luigi have recently started a plumbing business in Brooklyn. After seeing a significant water main leak on the news, Mario and Luigi go underground to fix it, but are sucked into a warp pipe and separated. Mario lands in the Mushroom Kingdom, ruled by Princess Peach, whilst Luigi lands in the Dark Lands, ruled by the evil Koopa, King Bowser. You think I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with Featuring the voices of Chris Pratt, Anya Taylor Joy, Charlie Day, and Jack Black. Is coming. Together, we are going to stop that monster. How? Look at us. We're adorable. Huskers and Pictures, your local cinema. For further details, phone triple four one five zero seven six or go online huskypicks.com.au. Station sponsor. There you go. Tag Husky some pictures. Station sponsor, as Brad said at the end of that announcement. And please support the sponsors who support us. You know, without their support, radios like ours could not be here. 
So now we're in the middle of the show. I'm gonna do the pick the flick game again. I'm gonna play 10 seconds from those six old TV shows. So the intros for the music, the intros of those shows, and see if you can recognize them. And uh, yeah, and let's do that. Number one. Guys like us, we had it So how did you go? I hope you recognize them all. Make sure you can write the piece of paper, the title, and the number of the show. You can see how good your memory was at the end of the show when I tell you. Or you can call me at the studio. Let me know. 444-39644. Or text me on 0403-572-344. If you get in touch with me, make sure you tell me the number of the show, the title of the show, and your name. And if you are correct, I will announce it on the air. Okay, so back to George Lucas now. So... In 1980, uh, the sequel to Star Wars was released. So, 1973, it took seven years for the sequel to be out um, for George Lucas. The title for the sequel was Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back. And the film was um, by Irving Kirshner from a screenplay by Lee Brackett and Lauren Kasdan and it was based on the story by George Lucas and produced by Lucasfilm so he stayed um, back on the production and on the writing George Lucas and he let someone else be in the directing seat but he was very close to of course to the, the, the way around the film anyway so this film is set three years after the events of the first film, Star Wars, and, and accounts a battle between the malevolent galactic empire led by the Emperor and against the Rebel Alliance led by Princess Leia. And Luke Skywalker trains to master the Force and uh, he can confront, uh, so that he can confront the powerful Sith Lord Darth Vader. So again, George Williams was uh, um, elected the composer and conductor for the musical score for The Empire Strikes Back. And uh, it was performed by the London Symphony Orchestra. And I'm going to play for you the main theme that is titled Imperial March. And it's our number four track on today's show. There you go.
It's Margot here, and you're listening to 92.7 Bay and Basin FM, where we love all types of music. Thanks, Marco. So that was Imperial March from the uh, second Star Wars film titled Empire, The Empire Strikes Back, released in 1980 uh, by George Lucas. Well, George Lucas wrote the story and he was the producer for this film, but not the director of this one. So after nearly dying in a car crash when he was younger, George Lucas entered a period of self-reflection that led him to the discovery of my, uh, mythologist, mythologist Joseph Campbell. Uh, subsequent to attending an anthropology class by, that was uh, performed, given by, by Campbell in college and studying all his work. So George Lucas made efforts to take Campbell's uh, psychological motifs and mythology across the world, the world and condensed them into the Star Wars films. And his films took ideas that resonate through all societies and all ages as a result. So Joseph Campbell later became a close acquaintance of Lucas. And after the release of his first Star Wars film, and the filmmaker regarded the mythologies as his Yoda. So George Lucas used to refer to um, Campbell as his Yoda. And Campbell spent some time staying at Lucas' house and everything. Uh, on October the 3rd, 1994, George Lucas started to write uh, the three star prequels and to his three Star Wars films, so three Star Wars prequels. And in November 1st of that year, he, he left the day-to-day -day operation of his filmmaking business and started a sabbatical to finish the prequels. So he wanted to get all that writing done so that someone would be able to pick up those projects and perform the other three films. So... What happened is that, you know, uh, other directors picked the films and uh, we've seen all the films out, but it wasn't Lucas that did it. He stick to his guns on writing the books and he kind of like a semi-retired. Uh, so then he embraced later in 2019, we're talking about, you know, 25 years, 26 years later, um, he decided to embrace a new project, and that was the, the Mandalorian, is the name of the project. It's an American space, space western. Uh, it's a television series. And it was created by John F uh, Favreau, and, and it was created for Disney+. Plus, and it was all based on Star Wars by George Lucas. So the first live action series in the Star Wars franchise and at the beginning of five years after the, the event of the Returns of the Jedi that was released in 1983, so the third of Lucas' film um, in it was 1983 and this work started immediately to you know, prepare for these shows. The title character is a lone bounty hunter who goes on the run to protect the force-sensitive child, titled Grogu, and it's like a mini Yoda. 
And the series has released three seasons already, and they're probably working on more. Um, George Lucas has begun developing a live-action Star Wars television series by 2009, but the project was deemed to be too expensive to be produced. So he sold his production firm, Lucasfilm, to Disney in October of 2012. And then... You know, Star Wars series began to be um, worked on by Disney Plus. That's how it went from Lucas into Disney. Uh, the score for the show was composed by Ludwig Goranson, and the director Favreau knew the music would be important for the series. Um, and he was very aware of the impact that John Williamson scores are the two I play for you on the Star Wars films. So he wanted the music to somehow some some connection, but at the same time to be different than the films. So that's the way he instructed uh, Ludwig Goranson to work. Um, so here is our fifth track from today's show, sound score from The Mandalorian, the, the, the theme song from The Mandalorian. Thank you. 
name is India, and you're listening to the best station, Bone Basin FM, 92.7. Thanks, India. And yes, you're listening to Bone Basin 92.7 FM, and this is Raul, and you're listening to Pick the Flick. I, last track I played is the main theme for the show The Mandalorian, which is a science-fi uh, show, western sci-fi show from Disney+. Plus. And, and it was, it's based on the Star Wars saga and Star Wars stories by uh, George Lucas. And um, I have only one more soundtrack track to play for you. So um, it's the latest incursion of the um, Star Wars type of uh, shows, and it's a title. It's titled Obi Wan Kenobi. It's a television miniseries that was created um, by Disney Plus as well, and it was released in 2022. So it's part of the Star Wars franchise and based on Star Wars by George Lucas. So it's set 10 years after the events of Star Wars Episode 3, The Revenge of the Sith. And the, ser- the series follows uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the master, the um, a Jedi master, and sets out to rescue uh, the kidnapped Princess Leia from a, galactic, from a galactic empire and leading to a confrontation with his former apprentice, Darth Vader. So... Um, Nathalie Holt is a British composer. He was uh, in charge of composing the score for the shows, while Star Wars film composer John William wrote the Obi-Wan theme song. So he adapted some uh, of the work that um, they had, had done previously, and it was further adapted by William Ross into becoming the, the theme song for um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the TV show. So the sixth track I have for you today is the main theme track uh, from the Obi-Wan Kenobi show by John Williams.
92.7 FM. The home of great music in the Bain Basin. Okay, back to Pick the Flick. And the last track I play for you is the theme song by the TV series Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the theme song was composed by John Williams. Um, the uh, series is directed by... Um, uh, it's not directed by George Lucas. I think it's directed by Favreau as well. Um, however, it was it's based on the George Lucas uh, Star Wars books, and um, so the an interesting point. The, the last two songs I played for you were the, the, from the soundtracks, the theme, main theme songs for these two shows and the Mandalorian I really, when I hear that track, I cannot hear any reference at all or connection to the Star Wars uh, songs, especially the two I play for you for the first movie and the second movie by John Williams however, on the last one in Obi-Wan Kenobi and it was uh, actually, you know, it was composed by John Williams, that, that one I can hear references in the music that kind of like link that song into the Star Wars saga and the previous song. So, uh, might be intentional, I'm not sure. Um, besides his directorial and production work, George Lucas is one of the most significant contemporary contributors to modern movie technology. So Lucas is also responsible for the modern sound systems found in many movie theaters. He didn't invent THX, however, he's responsible for the development of THX. He pushed for it. Um, the Lucas was nominated for Best Directing and Writing Academy Awards for Star Wars. The American Film Institute awarded Lucas its 2005 Life Achievement Award uh, for the film. In 2005, it's a big accomplishment for George Lucas. So today, George Lucas is one of the um, American film industry most financially successful independent director and producers. With an estimate net worth uh, goes, you know, more than seven billion dollars. And if you look at his, have, you know, two, three big films, um, and then he influenced a lot of things to happen. He produced many of the other films. He writes the scripts for many of the other films, and he has um, launched a lot of different ventures, like a lot of marketing and merchandising and. Um, Lucas lately found um, Edutopia. Edutopia is an educational organization uh, that continued to push the boundaries of filmmaking technologies to create special editions. Uh, faced, on, uh, faced with the decision of either go back into directing films um, that are purer cinema and more visually oriented, oriented and possibly never return to Star Wars or to finish Star Wars by telling the backstory, which was never intended to be done, was not written as a movie and uh, yet um, now it's a more feasible project with the technology that exists today. So, Edutopia is hoping, is hopefully, you know, allowing new talent to come on board and then work in different elements that make that story. And I think Lucas is allowing for new writers as well to come and write different books that may plug along uh, the gaps that on, on the story uh, of Star Wars. So. 
Great, that's all I have for George Lucas for you. And before the time expires, let's have a look at the pick the flip game. I'm gonna play play the songs in full and see uh, tell you where they were. Boy, the way First show. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it. It's an American sitcom uh, aired in um, 1971 to 1979. It's CBS, Carol O'Connor, All in the Family is the name of that show. The sec- next one, children television series from the BBC. Andy Pandy, of course. Next one. Who do you think British you are kidding, Mr. Hitler? If you think we're on the road. Here from 1968 to 1977. We are the boys who stop your little game. 